the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So the word traction, traction, comes from the Latin word which means connection. And when something is connected, it experiences rest. So think about that. Traction leads to connection, and then connection leads somebody to experience rest. So was anyone on the road Friday night when it was icy? Was anyone driving? Right? It was a, it was a disaster. And um, so I was just thinking about Friday night, I was on the road and I was driving, and even some, uh, some of us today, but it's when, it was on the, when we were on the road, whether it was today or Friday, uh, for example, traction control, right, Someone, a vehicle that has traction control on a vehicle, allows our vehicle to be connected to the road, limiting how much the wheels can spin in slippery conditions, right? So traction control just automatically starts to come into play, it notices that there's an issue, And so the safety feature kicks in automatically when the tires begin to slip because they're no longer connected to the road, allowing other components of the vehicle to rest, right? That the vehicle doesn't have to figure out what's going on right now. We got to do this. We're slipping. The vehicle is automatically allowed to rest because traction control kicks in. And so if traction leads to connection, which leads to rest, then the opposite is also true. Distraction leads to disconnection, which leads to a restlessness, right? And so today in the Chaldean Church, we celebrate the great St. Joseph, this powerhouse of a man after Jesus, the second most powerful person that we can look to. And sometimes people give Catholics, give us Catholics, maybe even some people here, oh no, here we go, Catholics talking about the saints. Can we just go directly to Jesus? Father, why do we have to talk about the saints? And yes, of course, we can always go directly to Jesus, But if Joseph was good enough to be Jesus' earthly father and teacher while he was on earth, then St. Joseph is good enough to be our spiritual father and teacher on earth as well today. So think about that. Right? So think about that. Jesus, we know Jesus Christ, had a divine nature and a human nature. No one here has both a divine nature and a human nature. All of us here have just a human nature. And so the divine nature of Jesus did not need anything from St. Joseph. And although we don't separate the divine nature and the human nature, but the human nature of Jesus Christ needed a lot of things from St. Joseph. St. Joseph was chosen by God the Father to help his son in his humanity as a child growing up to really be there to teach, to guide, to shelter, to protect his son Jesus from all things. And also, it was St. Joseph's job to educate his son Jesus as Jesus was growing up. And so, what can St. Joseph teach us today? The same thing that he taught Jesus growing up. He taught Jesus many things, but one thing specifically as I I was praying today, I really do believe that St. Joseph taught Jesus as Jesus was growing up to avoid distractions so that way his son, Jesus, can be connected to God and ultimately do God's will. He taught him that as a little boy, don't be distracted. Son, don't be distracted. Stay focused, avoid distractions. Distractions will lead to disconnection. Disconnection will lead to restlessness. Avoid distractions. And I think as Jesus was growing up and as he was learning to avoid distractions because distractions kept Jesus from being connected to God the Father, that as Jesus grew up, 33 years later, he stayed focused on the mission. He avoided distractions, and Jesus was able to know what, his, what, what, the, what the Father's will was, which was the cross, which was our salvation. Joseph taught Jesus to be, avoid distractions. 
And because of that, we gained our salvation. So it's only by avoiding distractions that St. Joseph himself was able to be connected to God and do what God was calling him to do. Right? Keep Mary as your wife. And after he finally gets this decision, because he avoided this huge distraction, it was able, he was able to rest in that decision. So let's take a look at the scenario. Sometimes we kind of forget the scenario. Mary and Joseph are betrothed. In Jewish uh, betrothal, there is two parts. The first part of betrothal is we're married, but we don't live together. So the Bible tells us they're betrothed, right? Which means they're married, but they don't live together. And if a betrothed woman is pregnant, that only means one thing. What? That she has committed adultery. She has had relations with somebody other than her husband, Joseph. So this huge distraction enters into his life. This huge distraction. And so naturally his mind starts to probably want to go into many distracting thoughts. Divorce her. Uh, stone her to death. All these distracting things are coming into his heart, into his mind, into his life. As he's faced with this scenario. But instead of distraction, he remains in traction, which leads to being connected to God and doing God's will. And Joseph is able to do God's will, and he's able to rest in God, doing God's will. Because he remained connected. He avoided distraction. Joseph is in so much traction, he's so connected to God that we hear in today's gospel that he goes to sleep. Think about that. Again, saying it over and over again. But he had this traction which led him to be connected to God and he was able to rest. This connection with God gives us true rest instead of a distracting rest. And so St. Joseph has many titles. If we look at the lineage of St. Joseph, St. Joseph has many titles. Some very, very beautiful titles. One of his titles is called the Terror of Demons. Right? Imagine that. What a boss. Right? That the demons are terrorized by you. Not just scared of you, they're terrorized by you. So St. Joseph exclusively gets that beautiful title, the terror of demons. And as I was meditating on this, and there are many reasons that the demons are terrorized by St. Joseph, but I believe that one of the main reasons they are terrorized by St. Joseph is because he avoided distractions. So think about that for a second. Right? Distractions keep us disconnected from God and very restless, and that's exactly what the demons want. Why? It's because if I'm distracted and I'm disconnected from God, that destroys my relationship with Jesus. I'm not connected to God. If I'm distracted and I'm disconnected from God, I'm going to feel absolutely restless. I won't have time or the energy to pray or to grow in my relationship with Jesus. And so they love distractions, the demons. And I believe that's one of the main reasons he's called St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, because he avoided distractions to stay connected. Besides Terror of Demons, St. Joseph also has another title which I love very much. It's one of my favorite titles besides uh, the Terror of Demons. Believe it or not, St. Joseph is also called Savior of the Savior. Savior, lowercase s, of the Savior, capital S, which is Jesus Christ. I love that title. And he gets this title because it might sound weird that he's called Savior of the Savior, but it might sound weird, but it's, he gets this title because he saved Jesus from King Herod. We're told that King Herod finds out that a newborn king has been born and he wants to destroy this king. 
And so St. Joseph, who's in Bethlehem, after Mary gives birth to Jesus, he goes and he saves the Savior, Jesus, and Mary, and flees to Egypt to save the Savior from being destroyed and killed by King Herod. And so, brothers and sisters, I think about this title today for us, that distractions can be a modern-day King Herod seeking to kill or destroy our relationship with the Savior. Right? This Savior of Saviors. So that way we can be this, 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 these distractions, again, they, to destroy our relationship with Jesus and keep us dis- disconnected from Christ. What else would the enemy want? But not St. Joseph. St. Joseph remained focused. He remained connected. He avoided his distractions, and he was able to do God's will and find rest. And brothers and sisters, distractions are very human. We're all very distracted. Probably some of you are distracted right now as I'm giving my homily. I don't blame you. I'd be distracted as well. But distractions are very human. Distractions are very human. But distractions can be both physical and mental. But regardless, they both keep us disconnected and restless. So think about the physical distractions in our lives. I would say that the number one physical distraction in our lives would be our handheld devices. Although good, and we can get a lot of work done, but I would say that the biggest physical distraction in our lives today are physical electronic devices. Recent study, I was looking at an article recently, a recent study showed that an iPhone owner accesses their smartphones an average of six to seven times an hour or roughly every 10 minutes. Who has an iPhone in here? Okay, so the majority of us. We're not judging the people who don't have an iPhone, so you Android users. But these, that, so think about that. On average, every 10 minutes, we grab the phone, whether it's a text message, it's a phone call, whatever it may be. But this is a huge distraction in our lives. This distraction keeps us disconnected from God, and we don't find true, true rest. All of us want true rest. So think about it, binge-watching hours on Netflix instead of saying, I'm going to watch one episode. Oh, no, God forbid. One episode? No, i got to finish this series. What are you talking about, Father? But this binge-watching, this huge distraction, which keeps me actually so disconnected from God, and I feel even more restless. Have you ever binge-watched something and then felt even more tired or exhausted? Because it leaves us restless. Or binging on social media for hours. Instead of like, I'm going to look at social media for 30 minutes. After hours, we're like, man, what a complete waste of time. I feel like I've wasted time. I feel like I've been distracted. I feel so disconnected. I feel jealous of these people on here. This person's married and this person's on vacation. This person's doing that. It leaves us restless. Think of constant browsing on Amazon, right? Fantasy football, this handheld, uh, this handheld device, the stock market, whatever it may be, that there's this constant distraction. Just something to keep me distracted. Because why? Ultimately, I want connection. But I'm so disconnected. I'm in my own little world. I would go as far as to say that even people who are looking at inappropriate things online, right? Alessaz, these adult websites. There's no adult websites about it. But think about that. That is even a distraction. I want connection. I want to feel better. Oh, this is going to make me feel better. So I'm going to go online. I'm going to look at these things. But I feel completely restless hopeless afterwards, completely disconnected from God. Besides physical distractions, there are mental distractions. 
right? There was a average, there was another study. There, the average person has about 7,000 thoughts in one day. So think about that. So how many of those thoughts are distracting? Just distracting us from, from being connected to God, right? This useless, distracting thoughts about the future that keep me disconnected and mentally exhausted. Or these preoccupied, I'm preoccupied, these useless, distracting thoughts about people who've hurt me in the past, and they keep me completely disconnected from God, which is exactly what the enemy wants. Or gossiping. Gossiping is a complete distraction because it's useless and there's no solution. I'm mentally just having a conversation with another person, and it's a complete distraction. Could be physical, could be mental. And so how can St. Joseph, I'll just end with this, how can St. Joseph teach us to remain in traction which leads to connection with Jesus and lead us to true rest? How? And I would say we have to ask the intercession of St. Joseph to keep us from distractions. We should daily, hourly, whenever we find the opportunity, we find the graces, we should ask St. Joseph, St. Joseph, you taught Jesus growing up how to not be distracted. Yes, I can go directly to Jesus, but I'm coming to you. You are my spiritual father. And I'm asking you today to help me from distractions because I don't want to be disconnected from God. I don't want to be completely restless. The saints said that we can pray directly to God and God for graces, and God may not give us a specific grace, not because he's not powerful enough, enough, for, enough to do it, but because he wants us to go to Mary and Joseph to show how strong and powerful they are. And so we should be asking St. Joseph, St. Joseph, I am so distracted. We are all so distracted. Help me, St. Joseph. Teach me, St. Joseph. Be my spiritual guide, St. Joseph. And whether it's a mental distraction or a physical distraction, all distractions, when they come into our lives, are an invitation from Jesus to look at him and be connected. So whatever that distraction is, I want to grab my phone, that's an invitation from Jesus saying, hey, before you grab your phone, connect with me for a few seconds. Or hey, you're thinking about things in the past, you're distracted, come back to me. This is an invitation, let me love you right now. Hey, you're worried about the future? Come to me. Let me talk to you for, for, for 30 seconds. Just look at me. Just look at me is what Jesus is inviting us. And actually, this drives the demons crazy. Because instead of the distractions, which they want to come into our lives, we now flip it on the demons and say, I want to be connected to God rather than be distracted. So we'll see less and less distractions in our lives when we start to fall, when we stop falling for the tricks of the enemy and how he works. So remember that every time these distractions come, mental or physical, this is an invitation from Jesus to say, look at me. Right? It's an invitation to look at him and just him, allow him to look at us. 30 seconds. Close your eyes if you can when you're feeling distracted and you just allow Jesus to look at you. So we can feel that connection which we truly desire and find rest. And after that, he can tell us, hey, after this Netflix show, one, one episode... Go pray your rosary. Hey, you want to you wanna look at social media? Fine. We got connected? Do it. For 30 minutes. But I want you to go to the, to the grotto or chapel afterwards. Or hey, grab your Bible. What is God calling us to do in these moments of distractions, physical and mental? It's an invitation to look at him and what it is that he's calling us to do to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ so we will not be distracted and find true rest. So we'll end a little bit 
differently today. We'll pray just a few of the titles of St. Joseph and your, from the lineage of St. Joseph, and your response will be, pray for us. So St. Joseph, pray for us. spouse of the mother of God, pray for us. foster father of the son of God, Diligent protector of Jesus Christ, pray for us. head of the Holy Family, pray for us. Joseph most just, pray for us. Joseph most chaste, pray for us. Joseph most prudent, pray for us. Joseph, Joseph most strong, pray for us. Joseph most obedient, pray for us. Joseph most faithful, pray for us. pillar of families, pray for us. solace of the weak, pray for us. hope of the sick, pray for us. patron of the dying. Mirror of patience, terror of demons, savior of the savior. Amen.